No, wait, that doesn't work. We're about to record a podcast. We can't be quiet. <laughs> it's an audio format. Come we on. We have to be loud and excited because we're talking about Bluey. Hey. How do you do an excited shush? I've um, got a big butt. Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Marty, you've uh, you've altered your voice there, apparently. Yeah. I reckon we can figure out who that is. Okay. We'll all say our names. Okay. My name's Brendan. My name's Frank. My name's Marty. And I'm Allie. Hey! He's here. This episode of the Hammerbomb Project is called Hush Puppies. Uh, Frank, I'd like to introduce you to Ali. Oh. I think you two would really hit it off. She's a bit of a ride. Yeah. I might have to marry her like nearly 10 years. No, we're well, not married 10 years ago, but meet her 10 years ago. Sorry. I'm hot under my collar. Yeah, we got that recorded, everyone. <laughs> Ali, thank you for joining us. Yay. That's all right. It's Frank Sally, everybody. Yay. Finally, someone to uh, keep Frank under control because we really Yeah, I that. know, because up until now, he's just he's been-, been giving all these puns, Ugh, it's oh, all this yeah. terribly pretentious postmodern commentary. Doesn't watch the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking just a feminine voice because hearing you guys talk about childbirth was quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's, well, that's good the one we choose to do without any girls is the one that, yeah. Marty's Ellie and I had a good giggle about that. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the idea. I think we tried to, like, be in check of the fact that, <laughs> just, especially me, I, I have no idea. Idea of what it means to be present when a children when a children is <laughs> when born. A children is born. Yes. <laughs> We're going to talk about an episode of Bluey because it's awesome to do so and I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And I'm particularly excited about today because, Ali, you are awesome and thank you for joining us here on the Hammerbarn Project to talk about the best show. Very keen to be involved. So we're doing a sort of like, uh, would we say this is sort of like a fan fave kind of thing? I think so. Like, basically, what's happened is Ali has sort of asked to be on the show and we said, all right, dealer's choice. What episode? I asked to be on the show. You asked me to be on all the podcasts. This is just first time I agreed. <laughs> I left a little hint as to which episode Ali decided she might want to talk about. You say you say you say left the, a little hint in the same way my dog in the same cryptic. way my dog oh, yeah. leaves a little present on the lawn for me. It's not that subtle. <laughs> yeah, you know about it. This episode of Blue is called The Quiet Game. <laughs> Have I already uh, used that bit enough? I think, I uh, think so. Once was too many? Gotcha. You could just edit in a large amount more silence. <laughs> <laughs> could. Will. <laughs> Look, I'd love to get into the bark down, but we've already all introduced ourselves. In our very first episode, we talked about, you know, how we were introduced to Bluey and what first episode we saw. I'd love to give you a chance, Ali, to-, mm. to uh, Your just, Bluey origin yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. What's your well, relationship with Bluey? I actually introduced all of you to Bluey because I introduced Frank to Bluey. <gasps> so, I saw when I was breastfeeding a lot, you know, watching a lot of Netflix and things, and Frank kept telling me off because some of my content was a bit inappropriate. And I was like, oh, he's like too much. <laughs> Old, he can't tell what's yeah. going on. And then I saw someone post something about Bluey. I was like, oh, yeah, I like a bit of ABC. Put on an episode. I was like, oh, oh I like that. Yeah. And now it is a regular occurrence. We watch it every single morning when we wake up depending on whether that be 3am, 4am, 5am. <laughs> depending whether Jack's even there. <laughs> yes. So we are probably, I think, at least the 13th or 14th run through of both seasons now. Uh, but Quiet Game is my favourite. Oh, I love man. it. What a ripper. Do you remember your first episode? The one that jumps first. out to you? Oh, 
She's playing the quiet game right now. I am <laughs> playing the quiet game. I'm trying to think. I want to say Sean, but I think that's just because you used to talk about it all the time. I did uh, when it trying to sell people on the series. I always used uh, Sean as a bit of a seller. Like, <laughs> a, have you seen that thing with like you know liar liar where he makes his hand? Jim Carrey turns his hand <laughs> I was into like that the other the day. Blue, and that's what Bandit does with Sean. <laughs> I want to say the claw. I reckon the claw might have been the first one I saw. Oh yes, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Mm. Claw machine. Yeah. Marty, would you care to give us the bare bones of this episode? Well, this episode is clearly an homage to the 1996 uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger film, A Jingle All The Way, wherein the deadbeat dad has to uh, get the present for someone and has a great amount of difficulty doing it. I'm just going to try and see how many Arnold Schwarzenegger references I can get. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, we're not doing Batman and Robin. I'm not, I refuse that movie. <laughs> So in this episode, in order to get the kids to be quiet, uh, Bandit invents the quiet game, which comes back to bite him, of course, when he needs information from the kids in order to know which present to buy. I was also going to make the joke that this is like an homage to Frank and Allie, because I think there's nothing more you guys than that. I'll be on the couch. No, you need to go buy a present for your niece, because I can't do it anymore. The, the one problem with your theory is you're asking Bandit to go into a toy store, and he's going, uh, that is not my reaction. <laughs> yeah, I have a note on my page. Yeah, but yeah. Frank would be fine with that. Toy situation would be all right with, yes. but just being organized for Frank. This is where Bandit didn't do enough to carry the mental load in the relationship. <laughs> if he was doing his fair share, he would know what present to buy. That's so he really true. dug his own hole. Man, <laughs> this is excellent. Can we have Ali in here every time? No, no, we can't. What a shame. <laughs> I've got to be careful because we're going to have my Ali at some point. Really <laughs> I did not expect this, but the brunt of the joke has shifted. <laughs> Can we talk about the opening, almost you'd call it a cold open in a lot of other shows. She's got nothing really to do with the rest of the episode. <laughs> just Bluey's wrapped a beanbag around her bum. <laughs> just, oh, sorry, it's a big bum. Oh. Knocks over Bingo. Oh, sorry, love, it was my big bum. Like- Can you remember the brand of foot seat called the feet seat? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yes. The yeah. beanbag yeah, was the feet yep. fit seat. The best thing about those is they were beanbaggy, but they had stitching around the middle. Mm-hmm. So when you pretended it was a but it sort of had like a line down, <laughs> down, the down the middle. And so when I saw that, I was just like, oh, okay. It's a feet seat. It's exactly what I did with my feet seat, <laughs> pretending I had a big beanbag bum. Excellent. And the other thing that I can remember for real life from this episode is you mentioned it, Marty, that Bandit invents the quiet game, which he does say that he did, but I don't know if he did because I'm certain my parents did that to us. I think every parent invents it. One of the other things I wanted to talk about is we can see more of the house in this shot and there's a few things in it. Do you guys know what Chili and Bandit do for work? Mm, I found this out through the wiki, I think. Yes. Like when I was looking up characters. So I haven't learned it through the show, I must admit. Mm. I forgot Chili's for a second and I think I've remembered it. I will never forget Bandit's (laughs) because (laughs) once I learnt it, just when I thought I couldn't love- Selling drain pipes? (laughs) Ooh, zing. (laughs) Not quite. But uh, no, just when I thought I couldn't love Bandit's- it anymore i find out that he's an archaeologist yeah yeah because what do dogs do they dig things genius he loves raiders he, he certainly does the reason why i mention it now is like if you look around their house there's a whole bunch of sorts of things that an archaeologist would have you know there's like a bone in a, a mount somewhere and there's sort of something going on in the back window as well but there are different features around the house that show his interest 
But Chile. Can I put my hand up for Chile? Yeah, go for it. Airport security? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which also dogs do. I want to see the episode of Border Patrol <laughs> with, with Chile in it. Oh, man, that'd be hardcore. I feel like I wouldn't want to be the guy who didn't listen to the quarantine instructions at the airport <laughs> and got caught out by Chile. Like, she is a gentle soul, but when she flashes those eyes, those serious eyes, <laughs> it happens a couple of times. Oh, yeah. You get the look. You get the look. And then every anytime Chili gives that look, Bandit and Bluey and Bingo are like, oh, oh yeah, it's, it's about to go down. The snapping back into behavior. Do you reckon she works with a whole bunch of German shepherds? Like she's the token healer working at the airport? Because the German shepherds would be like the security you know, guys with the gate sort of thing. But then what's the other one they have to- do they have the sniffer labs? dogs? Like beagles do that. Beagles, that's what I'm thinking of. Little, little yeah, yeah, dog yeah. floppy ears and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> so cute. Even if I got caught, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I love the sequence wherein uh, Chili comes in and she's getting her bag organised. There's just this little moment. Opens up the bag to put her laptop in and she discovers that there's toys in there. So she has to take out these two toys in order to put <laughs> yeah. her laptop in. I didn't see yeah. that. That, that is life. Yeah, it's it's so there. And it's just like she's talking at the same time. She's telling Bandit what the instructions are and that the kids know about. Yeah, which, the kids know. The kids know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what moonlight unicorn that they need to pick out. And it's just embedded in everything else. It's just an extra element of, of fun. Can we talk about the real star of this episode, though? The toy store itself. Oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> Moonlight Unicorn and the way they translate that to Bandit without talking, I should say. But I was fascinated by looking at the what appears to be like a mire yes. or some sort of big department store like that. Just mm-hmm. the, the, the way the shelves were laid out, the things in the background. Yeah. Well, they obviously can't license all of these actual properties. Yeah. There was clearly something that was meant to be a transformer. There was a big dump truck in there. There was these yeah. marine animals. I love the one which is a uh, clamshell with a smiley face is on the pearl that's inside. It's just like somebody's had fantastic fun coming up with all these toys that appear on the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of sloths as well. Yeah. I have seen those. I bought a couple as sort of like for lame work presents for, you know, when you do the Secret Santa thing and they're made of that really hyper soft material and they're the big long arms and it's got a bit of Velcro so you can hug a sloth and they look to be a couple of those on the back shelf. I want to hug a sloth. <laughs> Takes a long time. I was totally with you on It's a Myers. There's something about having carpeted floor sections and then sort of tiled yeah. sections where you walk that just makes it feel that way. And also just the way that the shelves are, are laid out. And the fact that there's clothing as well. And I love the dog mannequins. I mean, we've mentioned this before on the show. You know, Bandit is forever hanging out washing that we never see them wear. <laughs> but as highlighted by the mannequins, you go, well, they're selling clothes and they even demonstrate how they're supposed to be worn. But you still don't see anyone. And the the street shot, which has a lot of little cameos we'll get to later, but the street shot where there's dozens of characters walking past in the background and the foreground, none of them are wearing these clothes. So this must be the worst department store ever because they clearly don't sell enough merchandise. They've chosen a good employee in Alfie, I think, so they're not all bad. Alfie, I love you. <laughs> okay, so this is clearly Ali's favourite of the episode. Talk us through your mate Alfie. See, it's his first day at work and you just see him there and he's like, how do you know I'm going to be any good? And he's like, 
just have to be helpful. It's just the way you see him, like, be like, oh, yep, got to do this. (laughs) (laughs) And the first thing he's asked for is a moon sprinkler. It's my first day. I can go check out the back. (laughs) (laughs) And he's coming back and he's like, we don't have any. Which for anyone who's ever worked retail is my, I need to get out of this situation line. Uh, I'm just going to go check out the back. It's like, I need a moment (laughs) to just deal with this situation. But he genuinely did try and find yeah. it. Yeah. And, and he comes um, back, I don't think they exist. <laughs> and he's scratching his head like he's really trying his hardest. He would have asked all the other workers at the store and they would have gone, oh, this is hazing, right? This is yeah. like you're the new guy. You're asking for something that doesn't exist. Just even the moment when he gets out of the car and says like, oh, thanks, mum, you know, yeah. and just being dropped off by his mum. We all remember the time in our yeah. life when, first you know. Job. First job. Uh, yeah, first job, you know, getting dropped off by your parents to something that you weren't really sure that you were going to be good at and, <laughs> and they give you the pep talk and yeah it's really <laughs> Alfie's a legend I must call out Bandit as well when he, he tries to get out of this situation that is clearly of his own doing and the, the way he tries to even just alright let's pause the game boop and he makes a noise as if pressing some imaginary button thinking oh that'll snap the kids out of it and they can tell me what I need to know nah doesn't break them and then he tries later on he goes alright game's over you win he goes gold medal gold medal and he actually goes to put on an imaginary like an Olympic presentation Hooray, thinking that'll snap it nah doesn't do it so credit to Louis and Bingo for uh, just not breaking so good at the game <laughs> they've got those little happy eye lines and just the standing with the arms behind the back and <laughs> this is one of the things I caught with the music is every time it's them in an exchange they get a little musical riff <laughs> yeah. for their yeah. part of the conversation I do love the music in this as well I love their little riff that's behind them yeah. like, do, 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 do. and then that cuts in and out as it yeah. goes because sometimes Bandit cuts in on himself he's just like can you tell no you can't tell me <laughs> some brilliant <laughs> deliveries in there from Bandit as he's just getting more and more flustered It's that old thing again of commitment to play and the best thing about the animated nature of the show is that you can take that commitment to completely fantastical levels. They are so good at this game that when they're laughing, when when they're laughing at- um, What are they laughing at Bandit for? The Moonlight Sprinkler. Because of the Moonlight Sprinkler (laughs) and they're standing there cracking their pants laughing- Completely silently. <laughs> and then when Bandit confesses that he made up the game just to, to, because they were the being shock. a bit noisy and they're genuinely so shocked, but they're still in it. In they're still, yeah. It, yeah. It's so good. Brilliant. And that they can do this whole play, if you will, of Muffin's reaction to getting one oh, that she already has. So good. And let me tell you, as a collector, you don't want doubles, all right? Because then nah. you've got to try and sell that stuff. You've got to try and trade. So I get the reaction, but that they're able to put on this amazing performance without the two of them communicating in Anyway, they're just right. Bingo yeah. takes the hat. She knows that she's Muffin. Here's <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen. Okay, so Louis. you're Muffin. Exactly. <laughs> they're perfectly in sync. You know, can you tell me? Shake the heads. Both at the same motion. Like, it's outstanding. And any moment in a show like this where you get to know the characters, when you see two or more of them being totally in sync it's really fun because Bandit's sort of like the outsider here watching well what's the worst that could happen and they're just acting out this scene impromptu but they each know there's something yeah. so fun about watching characters who just know each other so well and um, all of Bandit's reactions during that little pantomime it's your birthday here's your present you're unwrapping it it's Bramble Hop oh, oh. Well, that's, that's not good, good. <laughs> I love the that's not good and I love the wow <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) 
What would you say, Ali, though, is your moment or line or highlight of the episode? Ooh. Alfie's smile Ooh. at oh, the very point? end when he's like, you know, he's a legend. And he's got this <laughs> little smile like he's so proud he did on the first day. So I just love the bit where they are actually trying to figure out which, and you know, book, book chicken. <laughs> all his, <laughs> all his guesses are so good. <laughs> to be fair, though, I don't know what a pen dragon is either. So um, how they managed to figure that out. Is, mm. that, is that something? Is it their dragon thing? I don't know. Pendragon is Middle Ages, sort of from Arthurian lore or something, I think. I knew you would know that. <laughs> Comes from the Isle of Byro. Write <laughs> <laughs> that one down, hey? Groaning, pretending I didn't love it, but knowing I'm going to use it later. <laughs> There's the whole section where Alfie's going, right, I have to be helpful. This, oh, is, this is what I have to do. And, you know, Bandit's there in the background being like, yeah, I thought I might have been like a book chicken or whatever. And he's just like, <laughs> Yeah, when Quite. he gets shushed. Absolutely, Ali. Absolutely. <laughs> And does everybody know who our friend Alfie ah, is played by? I was going to say. famous name. Is this one of your doggy treats, Frank? Or yes, is this- yes. This is the, probably the biggest doggy treat of the episode. It is voiced by the youngest of the Steve Irwin clan, uh, Rob Irwin. Mm, there you go. Most Australians probably remember as this, the baby of the family. Uh, he's now, obviously, he's a, a Brisbane cult figure or hero. I'm not sure who got in touch with who, but yes, <laughs> it takes on a little bit more meaning when he's watching bingo flap her arms like a sort of an animal thing and he's going they're wings but they're large wings and you sit there (laughs) just going steve would be so proud even though bandit is obviously super great dad i love anytime he's portrayed as also like not really having a clue (laughs) at the time and he's just like what's the worst could happen at muffin's birthday like don't you know muffin (laughs) i'm sitting there going (laughs) and it's also fun to be at a point in my viewership of the show where it's an episode that muffin's not even in and i'm just like oh muffin would be like that yeah (laughs) Yeah, they're exactly right oh bandit how could you not know don't you know muffin and the fact that alfie does swoop in and he's like really thinking he's got to be helpful and just that moment can you help us and it zooms in and just like does the fist and he goes yes I can (laughs) and he's just so good at figuring out but it's not what you're writing it's what you're writing with He's so good that he collects an audience of people yeah. from yeah, around yeah. the store. They've done well hiring this guy. Imagine your first day and they're yeah. all cheering you on. You get a crowd, <laughs> you get chair lifted up by some stranger. Oh, man. And I've been a young person working in retail, just having a customer say to my boss, oh, you know, they helped me out with this. And it, there's no other feeling yeah. like it in the world. So, <laughs> so yep. when, you know, hey, are you this kid's boss? Because he's a legend. <laughs> he pulls him in and grabs him. And, oh, can I, <laughs> another side bar yeah. of my stories that don't actually have anything to do with this um possibly the best compliment i've ever received and which is sort of like this because i just really empathize with alfie and just love that moment for him because it's kind of like a dad giving you a compliment yeah. it's just like when you're because i obviously people know by now i work for australia post and i deliver the mail in my hometown in the hills and i actually deliver mail to my old primary school tiny primary school when i was there it had like two classrooms and if it had you know more than 40 kids it was a good year mm. and of course i delivered to all the parents in the area and all like the parents of all the kids and i was driving past one day and they're all at recess and i'm just delivering the mail and they're all waving like oh posty you know give them a toot and as i'm driving off i didn't see who it was but i had my window down and i just heard one random child yell 
my dad thinks you're awesome. <laughs> and to this day, I don't think I've ever received a higher compliment. There's, so, there's something about the dad, like this institution of the dad going, you're, you're, yeah, you're awesome. And that's what Alfie received. As Bandit might say in this episode, he might go, Oos! <laughs> is, uh, I don't know if that really translates to sort of uh, our non-Australian listeners, but it's a cross between yes and like, I guess, American. Ooh, yeah? It would be oorah, like the, the Marines do type thing. And it's sort of just a blend of all those. Like Australians are, we're lazy. We don't want to say two words or we can <laughs> yeah. say one. Yeah, why? And it's just a, as an expression of nailed it is probably the <laughs> other way to do it. And it's oos! And that comes up multiple times across the series. Bit of a favourite in our house for a while. If our son Jack was off his rocker and crying or whatever, you just do a little bit of a "Hey Jack, what's that?" Us, and he'd think it's hilarious. Doesn't matter what you're pointing at, <laughs> what the, nice. the the reference is, us, and you'd get a smile out of him at least. <laughs> From my observations of the parents I know, you don't have to analyse why something is funny. If you find something that is, just go with it. Yep. Don't ask. Bring it up whenever you need. <laughs> To emphasize that point about Bandit being the dad and Alfie being this, you know, sort of 15, 16 year old teenager, if you will, when he, you know, can you help me? He goes, why don't you just ask him? And he says, he doesn't explain that the kids are playing the quiet game and this. Yeah. And he just goes, look, you'll understand one day, Alfie, which is like, you know, <laughs> yeah, a yeah. fast forward to yeah, when yeah. you have kids and you get to be where I am, yeah. you're not going to want to answer these questions. You're just going to want a solution. I also <laughs> love when Bandit is introducing Alfie to what's going on and he points and he just goes, that, that one's one. writing. <laughs> that one. Marty, yeah, you were going to say that, Marty. Yeah, I love that. So, like, you were talking before about like when Bandit's not quite with it, they've become objects. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Actually, Marty, it's, it's funny because um, your sister, Ness, oh, no. when I was telling a story about my siblings, she always used to have a go at me for not saying their names. I'd be like, my sister or my brother. Yeah. Um, oh, my brother did this. My sister did this. And she always said, Brendan, I, I know, know all, all of them. them. <laughs> you don't have to spare me the name. You're not being rude. I know them. And uh, what I figured out years later is, no, I'm not doing that to spare anyone. It's so I don't have to think about who it is. <laughs> There's too many names to choose from. I'm like, well, Claire Ryan, Amber, Brooke, Kelly, Stephen, Eric. Which one was it? I don't know. I don't want to have to think about it. It was one of my brothers or sisters. Or sisters. It was a person I know. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Because you know me and details with stories. I don't really. You know, oh, you're all on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just it doesn't matter. Just tell the story really quickly and succinctly. <laughs> That's what I'm about. So, any other thoughts on this episode, Ali? You picked this one. What's? Uh, I do also like the cameo in the background. Oh, which cameo Ooh. are we talking about? It's the character that I refer to as Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I, if, yes. if this is what I think it is, I'm so proud because it might be my favourite. It's a little busker. Yes. yes. When Alfie's going to work, the busker's buying an ice cream. I've so. got my headphones on, so I can't really go over and hug you. But I, I owe you a hug for that one because I love that busker. <laughs> oh, mighty! That deserves a song. That's my Brendan. So we're not doing one of the ones where Marty is in, or we're Frank tonight. So well, hang on. So we, Marty is clearly Chloe's dad, but who am I? Uncle Stripe. Yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
I know, Frank, that you are the doggy treat man, mm. first and foremost. I do have a little one. It might be bordering on rolled up newspaper territory. That's right. But it is related to the busker thing. Did you notice anything about when busker goes to buy the ice cream? The ice cream yes. lady is the same from yeah, the and he's, he's, dancing he's ice cream. Yeah, he's paying with the um, tooth fairy note. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's paying with the $5 really? note that has the tooth fairy sticker on it. I, obviously, that's before, but we're not doing the- We're not reviewing yeah. the yeah. episodes in- sequential order but uh, so that is from another one so it's a bit naughty of me to mention it but um we will recall back to that when we do do that episode oh man when i saw that i just thought (gasps) levels upon levels (laughs) upon levels For me, it was the yes, no button. Where nice. was that? Yes, no, you're right. That is the first. Yeah. Oh, that's the start. Shot. Yes. And you know, I mean, no. Ooh, yes. you know what? Yeah. To tie those in, mm-hmm. that yes, no button. That comes from dance that, mode. That comes yeah, from yeah. dance mode. I know. Look, there's newspapers yeah. flying left, yeah. right and centre, but that's all right. <laughs> We're all being swatted. Um, that's another one with Busker in it. Brendan. His name's yeah. Brendan. His name's Brendan. <laughs> Got Busker Brendan. Busker Brendan. I'll take it because you know who does the voice for Busker? Who? Joff Bush. Oh, the, the composer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah that the makes composer, perfect It makes perfect it sense. So he's my favourite little side character. <laughs> but But I don't want to talk about him too much because, you know- this the yes no button, sorry, as you, we brought it up as it's an Easter egg. Wouldn't that have saved Bandit a lot of effort if you'd just brought that to the shorts <laughs> with him? Uh, <laughs> is it this one? No. Is it this one? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. You just cracked the episode wide open. And I that's feel amazing. like that is something that Chili would point out to Bandit. <laughs> and that's the thing that Ali is pointing out to Frank. The parallels are endless between these four. I just thought that was interesting. You know, um, Busker is in this episode, mm-hmm. cheekily in the background. Uh, he's also in Tooth Fairy, which has the mm-hmm. thing And he's in um, Dance Mode, which has the yeah, yes, no, yes. This is getting Marvel Cinematic Universe level <laughs> of tie-ins, <laughs> isn't it? Talking about, like, Marvel tie-ins, the wall of Moonlight Unicorns, to me- is just the Funko Pops. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the slow encroachment of Funko Pops over all popular culture stores and video game stores. It's not very slow. Yeah, it's getting faster and faster. <laughs> they've been they've actually been around for a long time, but they're just whenever you see in particular a new, you know, pop culture type store or some toy yeah. retailer or something, there is a wall. A, a, wall, a, a, a wall or a third yeah. of the store dedicated Am to Am I those. revealing my non parenthood? What's the Funko Pop? What? Where have you been? Oh, is it just the like the- The big head things. The big head things. Yes. Oh, is yeah. that what they're called? Funko yeah. Pops? Yeah. yeah. Funko is the, the name of the company and Pops is the, the, okay. the line yeah. of these right. things. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. No, I have seen them absolutely everywhere. everywhere. Don't yeah. worry. If you were to actually pause that scene, it'd be really tempting from an animation point of view to go, all right, here's- one line is a row of the unicorns and then just sort of copy Repaste, paste but yeah. offset them. There, I, I have yet to find two that are identical. <laughs> yeah. If you freeze frame it and you have, and some are similar, same colors, but you know, the eyes are shut or they're looking to the left or looking to the right. And somebody correct me, but I feel like they're all individually oh, man. done. And from an animation <laughs> point of view, Oh, that's some crazy work. Because weird, it's unlike this show to go the extra mile. No, <laughs> never. <laughs> While the wall of them reminds me of the Funko Pops, to me, they're a My Little Pony. You're correct. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. With the, what, what are they called? Rump designs? <laughs> Rump sticker or tattoo? Or- Do you remember we watched that Toys That Made Us about My yeah. Little Ponies? And she just kept, they kept using a soundbite of her going, Rump designs. Uh, <laughs> yes, the editing on that show leaves a bit to be desired. But anyway. The longevity of My Little Pony, they just, they just stick oh, yeah. around, don't they? Yep. It's like Thomas the Tank Engine as well. Mm. I can remember being a kid 
And someone in my class, when I was in year one, was into Thomas the Tank Engine. Like, <laughs> come on, mate. Is that making a comeback, is it? <laughs> and uh, it's still around. We went and saw a My Little Pony panel at Comic-Con <laughs> when we were on our honeymoon because Frank really wanted to see the Ninja Turtle one and he wanted to get a good seat. So we had to sit through the My Little Pony for like beforehand. Man, bronies. Everyone gives me grief for being this weird <laughs> toy nerd. You have not seen it until you've seen a grown man in his 30s to 40s with a foam unicorn head, a sparkly cape, and then they put their hand up at this panel that is cast <laughs> by all the voice actors from the show asking legit Star Trek level questions of, oh, in this episode, this did that, but then did this, is this what they were referring to? And, and there the was girls were cu- just like, friendship is magic? <laughs> there was a couple of points where the cast were just like, it's a show. Like, <laughs> let's not. I get that you're a fan. I love it. But let's just move on. Uh, someone needs to tell us that. <laughs> I hope everybody's enjoying our podcast where we uh, break down a children's television yeah. show. To the <laughs> uh, yeah, but those guys are weird. <laughs> <laughs> the moment that made Brendan cry. Oh. What was Altered Willie's whimper? Look, did I, I get it right? What was Altered Willie's whimper? You did. I think that's the first time I've hey, ever gotten that nice right one. on air. And it was after the point where I tried to forget that I ever made that show. <laughs> But now I've uh, now it's here to stay. I've I've immortalized it in other people's minds. What have I done? No, I think we did touch on it. Just the yes, I can. Just when when, can you can you help us? That catharsis for for Alfie. Just because we love an underdog story. Underdog. The final scene where they all start singing, of course. They've gone from the quiet game to, oh, my heart comes How is match? <laughs> oh, man, that is great. You sort of got to wonder how long that actually lasted in reality. Mm. Like, I understand that, you know, there's music to my ears, as Bandit says at the end. I think Not that music long. only lasted 10 minutes tops. Oh, I don't know. Those healers, if we know anything about them, they can commit. Well, I'll be on the couch. And I am on the couch. Look at that. Hey, I was trying to quote the show, but I'm literally on a couch. <laughs> and it is an honor to have been here with you, Ali. Thank you. I had fun in this first episode where we've had a guest. That's, this it is was cool. Great. It was. This, this is, is cool. a first for our show, having a, a guest on here who, uh, you know, can put me in my place because you, you <laughs> yeah. boys are no good at that. Always happy to help. <laughs> we knew he needed to be taken down a bit. Ali, lovely to have you on. And uh, if you ever want a guest again, just open the door and come into the room. (laughs) This is, after all, your house. Thank you, folks, for joining us as always. Um, And uh, I know I keep saying it, but thank you, Ali, for joining us. It's been, like, super cool uh, having someone else in the room other than these barbarians. Uh, You're the rose among the thorns. (laughs) Until next time, folks, you know where to catch us. Uh, It's not the department store where you can get the Moonlight Unicorns, but, you know, to each their own. But I, for one, will be at Hammerburn. All 300 left at the fake grass. If you see a moonlight unicorn, you've gone too far. Created and produced by Frank Brennan and Marty. You can follow the Hammerburn Project on facebook.com slash Proj at Proj on Twitter or Hammerburn underscore project on Instagram. Theme featuring Nibblings, Kaylee, Jade, Ashley and Reese and PA announcements by brother-in-law, me, Josh. Thanks for listening and remember to get down to Hammerburn for cheap shovels. Yeah.